Welcome to the Rise Method podcast, where we make fitness information available to everyone. I'm Steve. Let's jump in. Hey, folks, just quickly, we've started making these shorter podcast episodes that you can listen to them while you're on a break from work, maybe going for a short walk or doing some meal prep. Enjoy. So today I want to talk a little bit about the concept of the mind-muscle connection. The mind-muscle connection, it's a technique or maybe even a skill is probably a better way to describe it, often described by those who have been a little bit involved in fitness, maybe in that intermediate phase, maybe more advanced, and they would describe it as something that is really magical and powerful to get more gains. So let's talk a little bit about it what it is, why you would want to pursue it, uh, and then if it is even important. So my muscle connection, as it suggests, is that we're trying to put our mind into our muscles, get a connection into that muscle, um, which <laughs> I think is really funny because when we think about the muscle itself, it is we're connected to a muscle via our brain, you know, the nervous system attaches onto the muscle. So our mind is always connected to the muscle and, you know, the body is interrelated. So uh, just the name, I always find it really comical. But semantics aside, why do we even care about it? Well, when we are training, if we are focusing on a muscle, you know, we get that connection with the muscle. We, we really visualize it in our, in our forefront, in our brain, in our consciousness while we're training so that we can get a better contraction on that muscle, a better squeeze on that muscle. We have a greater experience with things like the pump with that muscle. Um, and then we also get that great um, feedback loop. You know, we get that uh, positive feedback after we train because we know that we've targeted that muscle. So for example, you're doing a bicep curl. If you are aimlessly doing a bicep curl, saying that dumbbells, bicep curl, and you're not thinking about the bicep, you know, you're thinking about what you're going to have later that day for dinner, or maybe the work you've got to get back to when you get back into the office or get home or whatever you're doing, or what time I'm going to pick up the kids. Uh, you know, oh, geez, this is a really cool movie on Netflix now. Or maybe I'll go see Oppenheimer on the weekend. Whatever you decide to do, you know, you're doing bicep curls. Before you know it, your, your set's done. What kind of connection did you have? Versus if you were focusing in that moment, doing your bicep curl and you are focusing on the bicep, maybe you're watching yourself in the mirror, watching your bicep contract, you're focusing on that lengthened position and that squeeze at the top. As you get further and further into the set, you know, you start to feel both viscerally and um, in the muscle, mentally, emotionally, the, the fatigue on setting on the bicep and you think, oh, I'm going to push myself a little bit further, a little further, a little bit further. And you're able to get this really great pump in the muscle. You can feel the, the muscle at the end of the set. Once you've, once you've um, finished the set, you feel the bicep. You're like, yes, tick. I have successfully trained my bicep. So that's a really great feedback loop because then you say, yeah, I've actually done something today. I didn't just go through a workout where I was aimlessly trying to expend calories. I was training my muscle. I feel my muscle. I feel my bicep. So this can be a really powerful connection. Uh, and it's something that we can uh, progress in our training as we develop this skill so that we can be in this intermediate level. Now, when we are moving into maybe more of an advanced, we've been training for a while, maybe myself, 10 years into training, the mind-muscle connection isn't something is in the forefront of my mind, okay? So for me, you know, mind-muscle connection is simply focusing. You know, I'm focusing as I am doing an exercise. What is the intent of this exercise? Okay, I'm training my quadriceps. I'm training my biceps. I'm training my lats. As we become more advanced and we get a better understanding of anatomy, we go, oh, well, you know, yeah, I'm trying to target my lats, but there's a lot of muscles being worked right now. So maybe I'm just focusing on uh, getting my elbows to a certain point or getting the bar to my chest or what tends to happen is as we become more advanced, we're lifting more load. So that requires more focus on 
the technical aspect of the lift. You know, we're going to go do a squat and we've got twice our body weight on our back. We've got to focus on actually completing the squat. We're not focusing too much on what the individual muscle is doing. So sometimes the mind-muscle connection as we become more advanced becomes a distraction. When we are a beginner, in contrast, the mind-muscle connection is something, again, a bit of a distraction, you know? You're in the gym, celebration to you, happy days. That, as a beginner, is the main focus. We're in the gym, doing some exercise, you are gonna get some amazing gains just from being in the gym. We don't need to focus on things like mind-muscle connection if we are a true beginner coming off the couch for the very first time, because we're gonna get gains, man. Don't stress about that. Often when we're a beginner, we uh, you know, don't know many things about the body. So let's say the lats, the latissimus dorsi, you know, the muscle on our back. Training times, I would watch someone train, I'm training them or I'm training with them, um, or maybe I'm teaching them at Fit College, where I'd say, oh, what muscle are we aiming for? Oh, the lats, okay. And then they would start pointing to the back and they're pointing out like the traps or the back of the shoulders or the shoulder blades. I'm like, oh, where are the lats? And they're just kind of pointing at the upper back area. I'm like, no, no, like, the lats are down here. You know that, right? So when it comes to these things like anatomy, if we are a true beginner and we're like, oh, I'm trying to target my lats, you one, you might not know where the lats are. That's problem number one. Problem number two is that you might not know the target of that exercise. So for example, like the bench press. You know, most of us know, oh yeah, it's the pecs. Some of us don't know that. Some of us don't know that, uh, you know, the, a seasoned row would be the lats, right? Or a reverse fly would be the rear delts. Or maybe um, you might be doing like a leg press, you know, like, oh, I'm trying to target the hamstrings. You're like, oh, wait, hamstrings aren't working in the leg press. You know that, right? So sometimes as a beginner, we don't know what exercise is targeting what muscle specifically. So you could be trying to, you know, bastardize a, um, you know, bicep curl, and you're like, oh, I'm trying to hit my shoulders. And I'm like, oh, well, okay, you're not really doing a bicep curl anymore if you're trying to do like a, a lateral raise, right? The third problem is more anatomical, where as a true beginner, you don't actually have the uh, sensation yet, the nervous system, the, the actual nerves growing into the muscle yet. Um, so you might not actually feel it. So if you're a true beginner and you're trying to do like a, uh, let's say a glute exercise, you might not actually feel your glutes contracting. It might take you know, a couple of days, a couple of weeks until you get that sensation kind of happening, right? So as a true beginner, you know, we're just focusing on exercising. Then as we get more proficient in the technique, our muscles start to grow a little bit. Um, our overall fitness starts to improve. We start to get an understanding of um, you know, what, what the muscles look like, where they should be. Then we can start focusing on the mind-muscle connection. So you're listening so far and you think, well, okay, Steve, you've spoken a lot about it. How can I actually imply it, uh, you know, ap- uh, apply it? <laughs> um, spoke a little bit about it, but here's a little step. Number one, we want to visualize the muscle, yeah? Both either watching the muscle um, or, you know, you open up uh, Google and type in the muscle that you're trying to target um, and see what it looks like, what it's, what it's shaped like, where it is. Um, and then maybe you're going the next step and looking at some applied anatomy. So like, okay, the lats, you know, the lats do a few movements, but I'm trying to look at ad adduction, adduction. Okay. I'm trying to look at uh, extension. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Um, or the quads. I'm looking at knee extension. Oh, there's one quad muscle that does a bit of hip flexion. Okay. So you start to think about these concepts while you're training. Next is we can manipulate the tempo slightly. So as we slow down the movement, both in the lowering phase, maybe in the lifting phase, maybe a little bit of squeeze at the top, maybe a little bit of an extended stretch at the bottom. 
we start to build up metabolites in the muscle. We start to build up uh, sensation in the muscle. The nerves kind of go, oh, hey, geez, something's happening in the muscle. Similar to how we actually, <laughs> how we actually injure ourselves. So if you right now maybe started like poking your thigh, yeah, with a finger, started poking your thigh, your brain starts to be aware of it. Oh, geez, this is the thigh. As we poke more parts of our thigh, maybe the inside of the thigh, the outside of the thigh, the top part of the thigh, the bottom part of the thigh, you start to visualize, okay, there's the thigh. My brain knows my thigh is there. And even if you stop now, stop poking your thigh, it's kind of like this uh, ghost-like sensation, you know, this, this um, false sensation of the, the thigh being there. Well, I mean, the thigh is there, but your brain still kind of goes, oh, hey, there's the thigh there. Maybe you're poking your left thigh or your right thigh. So if we were to spend more time with that muscle in different lengths under different tension, we kind of get this sensation going, oh, yeah, I can feel my thigh, I can feel my quad. Same as, let's say, a bicep. You're doing bicep curl, you slow down the lowering phase, you get the big stretch at the bottom, you slow down the lifting phase, you get the big squeeze at the top. Before you know it, you're like, oh, jeez, I feel my bicep. It's alive. I, I can tell the shape of it. I can see the edges of my bicep in my brain. All right? So that's number one, trying to slow it down. We've got visualizing it, number two. Uh, and number three, there is uh, ways that you can increase the reps. So if you are doing, let's say, a three rep max on a squat, okay, you know, the load is so heavy, three rep max, uh, you know, you're focusing so much on just lifting the damn thing um, that you don't actually get that feeling building up in the, let's say, the quads or the glutes. But if you did, let's say, 20 reps of a squat, so you right now, maybe body weight, no, no load, you elevated your heels slightly and you just did some really slow squats. You squat all the way down until your hamstrings touch your calves and you come all the way up and give a little uh, squeeze of your quads at the top. Do maybe 20, maybe 30 reps, nice and slow controlled, Geez, you're going to feel your quadriceps light up. That's when we get this really powerful mind-muscle connection. So look, when it comes to using this skill, I guess it's a skill that once we achieve it, it's something that becomes part of our arsenal. We don't really need to think about it anymore. It just it, it occurs. Part of it is just through the natural, natural progression as we develop more nerves in the, in the area and as we start getting better finesse and motor control of those muscles. For example, the biceps, could you squeeze your biceps to a position where it almost cramps? Try it now. You know, let's say your, your bicep, left one, right one, choose one. Can you squeeze that bicep to a point where it almost cramps? Yes or no? And if you can, great, cool. You've got a good understanding of your anatomy, you know, what action the bicep is. And hopefully you're doing a bit of elbow flexion, bending the elbow, a little bit of shoulder flexion, lifting up the arm a little bit, and then a little bit of supination of your hand where you're trying to get your pinky finger to the sky and like thumb down, um, but not inwards, turning outwards. You'll figure it out. So you get to that point where you're getting the, the bicep to squeeze and contract. That's, that's the first thing, you know, do you have a good application of that bicep? So naturally, as you get better at training, nerves get better, your, your actual training gets better, as in like the bicep curl, you know the motion of the bicep curl. And then it's something that we don't actually focus on anymore. So a true beginner, again, folks, one thing don't worry about. Don't worry about the mind-muscle connection. If you're really advanced, you've probably been there. You've, you dabble in the mind-muscle connection. And now it's just something that just happens, right? You want to take your training to the next level? Focus on it just slightly. Now, in the bigger picture, remember that growing muscle, when we're training, growing muscle happens when we apply tension onto muscles. So if you are one to reduce the load so much because you're trying to focus on the mind-muscle connection, you may not be getting the full tension on a muscle. 
it's a bit of a catch-22, where if you want to shift all your focus on to trying to get the biggest squeeze and the biggest sensation in the muscle, you might be missing out the overall tension. There's always a balance. So there you go, folks. That's my muscle connection. Give it a try if you've never thought of that concept before. Focus on the squeeze at the top, the stretch at the bottom, slow it down, try to get a little bit of a pump sensation, visualize the muscle. You may find a new experience with DOMS because you're actually really trying to target the muscle rather than just going through the motions of a workout where you're thinking about what you're having for dinner tonight or what movie you're going to watch tonight where you're actually focusing in the zone and see if you notice any difference. See you in the next one.